Hey, it's Laura. So we don't really have any specific trigger warnings for this episode, but it is for mature audiences. So please enjoy. Periods one through six went by very smoothly for Nick, but then came period seven. Mrs. Granger's class was all business. There was a handout about class procedures. After that, there was a review paper about cursive writing. And then there was a sample sheet showing how the heading should look for on every assignment. No let up for 37 minutes straight. Hey, look, it's, hey, a, look, butterfly. it's a butterfly. It's a butterfly. <laughs> Now hit record. I rec- I'm recording now too. Okay. Also, I'm just gonna quickly crack open a cold one. I don't want to miss the audio ooh. on this one. It'll ooh. be crisp. Okay, that was so good. I didn't hear it. I think Zoom <laughs> censored it out for me. I've been I've been sober since uh, I last saw you. So <laughs> not me. I think I've drinking. I've continued you to drink. You every drink more day. since we left. <laughs> Maybe not more, but I've kept it steady. Okay. 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 Um, it feels so exciting. Yeah. Maybe, like, it's, you know, more or less it's like any other episode we've recorded, but it feels so special and different because, I know, maybe it's because we're in our fourth season. Or, or our quartet season. Our foursome season. Our foursome or season. Or maybe it's because it's, like, 2023 or something. I don't know, but it feels, I'm, like, nervous, even oh though my nothing has changed. I think that, um, not that our chemistry was ever lacking, but I think we also have been rejuvenated because we just saw each other. That's true. I would never it's... say that our chemistry is lacking. I would never, ever. Um, no, but we just saw each other and our friend Carmen and Lunar New Year is yeah. tomorrow. So it's like we're on the cusp of a lot of things. It's just been, Yeah, we're on the up and up. It's been a good January, you know? Yeah. And I've been um, with you. I started watching Ted Lasso and... Mm-hmm. Um, that has <laughs> it's a, a i love and, it and how many times have you cried once okay yeah. lovely okay it's um, beautiful yeah yeah it was like one of the scenes with him and his wife when they had to like split and stuff and, yeah <laughs> fucking spoiler god <laughs> oh it's fine that show's been out for a while yeah. i'm watching better call saul i've not cried cool. once but it is pretty good nice yeah but, but internally i am still um this probably wasn't on our last podcast, but I'm still deep into the Merlin BBC fandom. Again, I have never finished. I've not watched the majority <laughs> of that show, but I'm still like on watch, looking at the gifts, watching the TikToks. All Ooh. the ships, all the all the shops. I'm on the ships, shops, shops and stuff. And um, <laughs> yeah, like crying about a show that I haven't really watched. <laughs> Um, yeah. And that has been over for a decade now. <laughs> Actually, um, side note, my sister, Kelly, I was telling, I was just ranting to her about Merlin and I was like, I can't believe they haven't like done a reboot because like the fan base is there. Like they have the people they need to redo it. And she just said, I've never heard of the show in my freaking life. Like ah! <laughs> she called me old. Um, oh my gosh. She did She's not- just like, I don't even think the fan base exists. She's like, I choose to believe that you made all those TikToks that you've been seeing you made them yourself and all these fake accounts and are just like gaslighting yourself and everyone yeah. that there is a quote unquote fan base. Yeah. For this TV show, BBC. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. What's the, is, wait, is there like a, like a campy name for the fan base? I don't think so. Not that I've known like, of. The 
mer people, but that's just <laughs> mermaids, so never mind. No, I know what you no. mean. I can't think of a single fandom right now that has it, but I know what you mean. And I don't think there is. I think it's just the Merlin fandom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Um, anyway, so I'm in that personal hell. Yeah. Better Call Saul is, like, not giving me everything that I love, but it's giving me everything that I need. <laughs> in the sense that, like, I just don't... I like... I like what I like is TV shows with like escape escapism and mm-hmm. like not a whole lot of conflict, not a huge lot of stakes because I don't want to get emotionally invested in all this. Mm-hmm. But arguably, like that is what makes good TV shows yeah. and like stories is when you are invested in these characters and they mm-hmm. are doing things that you are care about and that like you turn off an episode and you're like, I need to watch the next one. Yeah, but I also hate it. But it is good for me, and so like it's definitely doing that to me. I'm like, Saul, yeah. don't do it. No. Well, it's definitely like you you need that at certain times of your life, in the day, and the whatever. And sometimes yeah. you don't. Sometimes you're just not capable of taking that on. Yeah. Um, depends. But yeah, yeah. Media. Speaking of media, um, we're here mm. on the Reading Rainbow podcast uh, mm-hmm. to do what exactly, Ellie? Uh, we have read a book, pre-read a book, and we're here to discuss its worth. To us, and then the U.S. Academia. What book did we read this month? This In the year of our Lord and Lordess 2023. <laughs> uh, we read Frindle by Andrew Clement. Mm-hmm. Clements. Andrew Clements. Clements. Um, and illustrated by Brian Selznick. Yes. It, it is also guy. illustrated, and I will forget it multiple times because... As is true to my nature, I listened to this and there was no, you know, like... Audio description. Yeah, there's no audio description of all the... Well, there kind of was. I'll explain to this. I'll explain this later. But here's what I will say. It is season four, episode one. We have made slight changes, I would say, for the better. But just know that if you notice things are different, we're not gaslighting you. It's true. We're admitting it right up front. Mm Mm-hmm. We've took all your feedback from previous seasons and we incorporated all of it. Yeah, every single piece of feedback that every single one of you listeners have sent, which I'll say is thousands. Yeah. Hundreds even, uh, <laughs> according to the voices in my head. Uh, Millions. Thousands even. Yeah. <laughs> even hundreds, if I, would, if I can. Um, but I'm just letting y'all know that heads up. Things might be a little different. Yeah. And that's just the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, um, Laura, did you have to read this in school? No, never. I had never heard of this book until now. Um, and looking at the cover, I can tell you why I never did read it. Because it's got a ginger kid on the front? No, because, no, because it has a bunch <laughs> of boys on it. And I feel like, you know, boys, the books are marketed towards, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like boys, oh my God. Books and toys and stuff are marketed towards boys and girls and stuff. And I was like, obviously this one's not for me. <laughs> Yeah. Because I was buying into the binary at the time. Yeah, you were just like, well, this I can't read this. It's got a Bic pencil on there, and it's not a Bic for her. Yeah. If I can see, if the cover is, you know, correct. Um, yeah. I also never read this in school, but I definitely recognize the cover. Yeah. Like, it was, he. this guy, Andrew Clements, I'm not getting into, like, my book fact, but I will tell you, like, I know, because a lot of his books have a very similar cover. Um where it's like a bunch of kids, something at the forefront, like, mm-hmm. um, or like, they're just like the, the layout of yeah. the cover. I recognize, and some of his other books, but I've never read any of them. 
No, same. And I was like, I'm too busy reading my intellectual books, like the Pony Girl Club and the A to Z <laughs> Mysteries, actually. So I'm not going to read that. I'm too busy for this. <laughs> I was too busy. I, you know, I was too busy lying about my reading report cards that we had to do and saying that I read <laughs> like <laughs> I would lie and say that I read like <laughs> Harry Potter like uh one Harry Potter book a night and then I'd get like I'd forge my mom's signature she was okay with it I'd give it to my teacher my teacher probably freaking knew that I was a liar well, <laughs> especially because when push come to shove and it's like the Dewey Decimal placement system yeah like dibbles test or whatever (laughs) i was reading like one word a minute (laughs) and they're like really how are you reading all of harry potter really you read the goblet of fire like philosopher's stone (laughs) yeah really you read the philosopher's stone in one night Mm. i don't think so interesting (laughs) so that's i was too busy doing that to actually read this book yeah for sure so okay so this book missed both of us essentially um both of us. Yeah. Chinese adoptee um, assigned female at birth. That wasn't the target audience. No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, if they look at their demographics, not the case. Not the case, no. Um, Sorry. Anyways, back to this book. Um, I will give you a little tidbit. So um, Andrew Clements, he... To be clear, we're doing a... the author fact in case you missed it. Yes. Yes. Um, he... Frindle is his debut novel. Before that, he just did, not just, but before that, he was uh, doing mostly picture books. And then it says, this is a quote from, I guess, an interview that he did. So in 2008, this is like uh, an, an article. He said that the, according to Clements, the book originated from the thought, quote, what would happen if a kid started using a new word and the other kids really liked it? But his teacher didn't. Hmm. And I got to say, that's some big brain thinking right there. Yeah. That's my fact. Okay. Um, my book fact is that... So first, um, I noticed... this is It's notable that this book was published in 1996. And at first I thought, wow, that book is super old. But then I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm also super old. But, okay, so then in 2016, it won the Phoenix Award. And I was like, that's really recent. What's that? Um, it's because that award is given to the best English language children's book that did not win a major award when it was published 20 years earlier. <laughs> what so, a specific award. I know. So this award council looks at books every year that were published 20 years earlier that did not win awards just to see if they should still get one now. Um, which I, I admire, you know, because some of them probably age better like than they did at the time, you know? Yeah, isn't that like all of... Uh... I feel like we read an author last year where it was like, it just did horribly when yes. it first got published and then it popped off like yeah. billions of years later. No, yeah, that happens often. But another one that I came across just now is that in 2015, um, it was announced that a film adaptation of this book <gasps> was um, in produ- like in a development or whatever they call it. You're the film person. Um, but yeah, I, it's in, in the works. In As of 2022, no further development has been announced. That's the, the Wikipedia. As season. of 2022, so that's recent. Yeah, right? Um, it says Susan Sarandon was signed on <gasps> to play Miss Granger. Granger. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That would have been perfect. Yeah. I mean, it still could be. Listen. <laughs> Ellie, I have a really important question for you. Yes. What do you remember <laughs> about the plot? Hmm. Well, I'll tell you, I just, like, not even 20 minutes before we started recording, yeah. I, like, finished listening to it, 
And not only did I listen to it, but I did listen to it two times fast. Ooh. And I also, it wasn't like a formal audiobook. It was two girls who just decided to read it <laughs> and had their own commentary. So what I remember might be a bit of their own anecdotes. So what I remember is our main character, his name is Nick. He is in fifth grade and he's like the class clever boy because he usually can always like get teachers to waste the last 10 minutes of class by asking certain questions and then mm. all the other kids are like yeah nice nice one no homework or like yeah he, and he like stalls them so long that they don't have homework or something like that so he tries that on his uh language arts teacher or like english teacher mrs granger mm-hmm. and but she is a clever one and she sees right through it and she's like actually because of that I don't remember what happens here, but I guess he has to do double homework. Mm -hmm. And he's like, so the rest of the class has to look up the origins of something or something. And she has a reputation of like, there's always a new word on the day and you have to memorize it and 35 Mm -hmm. words a year or something like that. I don't really understand. But she's like kind of known, not as a hard ass, because she's not hated, but that she's like kind of tough. Um, So Nick gets assigned to write an essay about the something i guess the dictionary the origin yeah the dictionary the whole ass dictionary um, the whole ass thing and then he's very upset about it but he does it and then the next day he presents it and he pulls his little funny tricks again <clears throat> and reads the entire essay and just wastes all of class like i i'm assuming it, let's say it's a 50 minute class and he wastes 40 minutes of mm-hmm. it um and miss Granger's upset, and but then somehow they do divert into a topic of, like, where did words come from? How do they mean something? How does a word get its meaning? Mm-hmm. Um, and she tells him, what gives words meaning? You do. And that, like, plays on his head, throughout his head, throughout this entire journey. Mm-hmm. So he, then he goes home, no, to the recess, I don't know. Eventually, it gets a little fuzzy. I don't really know what happens here, but one day he decides... He, like, taps a girl on the shoulder, and he's like, hey, can I borrow your frindle? And, like, the girl doesn't know what he's talking about because no one knows. But then blah, 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 something happens. I don't know. And he makes up the word frindle, which is the word that replaces pen. Mm-hmm. And Miss Granger gets super pissed, and she starts making people stay after school, but it keeps catching on in the school. Mm-hmm. Then some guy in the town is like, frindle is hot with the kids these days. I'm going to make pens or frindles, as they're called, that say frindle on them. And he sells those, and he makes a bunch of money, and then it gains traction, and news reporters get wind of it because the only other thing they have to talk about is trees, and trees will always be there, but frindle will only be now. And then they also talk about, like, they interview Miss Granger, and she's like, well... Because Miss Granger, in throughout this whole story, is, like, portrayed as she's not happy about this new word, and she knows she's being conned and, like, being mm-hmm. made... Uh, what's it called? Being made an example of, mm-hmm. which I freaking hate. So I'm with Miss Granger. I'm yeah, like, these kids. How dare they try and upscale me? <laughs> you don't fucking know anything. But um, and then she's like, well, one day they're she's interviewed and they're like, what do you think about the word friendle and all this stuff? And she's like, well, fad. If you add an e, is fade. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, what a power statement. Um. And then time passes, and Frindle dies down in the town that they're in, which I don't know where it is. 
and then, but it keeps growing over, like, uh, all over the world, and then in 2018, I guess, like, we jump many years ahead. Oh, and, like, the guy who made Frindle Pens gave, talked to Nick's dad and was like, I'll give him a cut, and the dad is like, all right, do that, but put it in a trust fund, and I'm not going to tell my kid about it, because then he'll never mow a lawn in his life, and he'll... (laughs) You know, be riding on the coattails of Frindle forever. And then, so, like, he's, Nick's trust fund is secretly beginning money for all of the merchandising and all that. So then when we jump to 2018, I think is when it is. Mm. Nick is, like, 40. But when he turned 18, way back then, he got access to his trust fund. And he made a, a scholarship in the name of Miss Granger for mm. $1 million dollars. And he gets a note from Miss Granger, and she's like, I, I chose to be, I actually made an example of you, and I chose to be the villain in this story. And also, I'm sorry that I, there was any bad blood between us or something like that. And then she gives him something that I can't remember, even though I heard about, even though I listened to it yeah. like, you know, <laughs> half an hour ago. And then we jump again, I guess, again, again, to Miss Granger, mm-hmm. and she receives a letter from her third grader and she's like haha fucking idiot can't spell classic i've been teaching for 45 years and i already knew and like every card is the same and they all are misspelled and i hate it and she's about to retire and she gets a note from the superintendent saying like hey there's been a scholarship in your honor and she's like there must be a mistake but it's christmas day so i shan't do a thing about it until tomorrow (laughs) and then she gets so she gets, yeah, three things in the mail, or three pieces of news. It's the scholarship thing, it's the note from the third grader who she makes fun of for not being able to spell, and then she gets a gift from Nick, and it's a pen, and mm. or a frindle, and he's like, you can call it whatever you'd like. Yes. The end. Yeah, I would say that's pretty good. That is a pretty good play-by-play. Um I would add that um, he made his friends, like, sign an oath that they would oh, never, yeah. like, in, in writing, they would never call it a pen again. They would call it a frindle. Um, and also, like, so, yeah, the the um, the fact that all of this news got out, I think, is ridiculous because first it started with, like, um, not someone from their town, but from another town over, like, kind of, no, so someone from their town heard about it, um, went to go interview everybody, and actually interviewed Nick, but he didn't, like, tell her who he was at the time, and so she wrote about it, and then it got picked up by, like, mm. bigger and bigger news outlets, so, like... He went on Letterman. Yeah, he was on Letterman, he was on the Today Show, which I was, like, surprised that you can, like, put those names in here, um, and yeah. then, like, this, the exact same battle played out at all the other schools in the freaking country, um, so that's hilarious. And um, I don't think they named the year, but they just said 20 years after, like, the fifth grade year. Oh, yeah. He was in college. He got a buttload of money. Um, and, yeah, like, that's when Frindle was added to the dictionary. And so that is when Miss um, Granger contacted him because she made him sign a paper, uh, an envelope in fifth grade. And it turns out she had written this, like, letter saying, like, I'm going to give this. To- I'm going to say that you won when you get your word on the freaking dictionary so congratulations you did great um i was the villain he 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 all the whole time <laughs> um wait she does that in the beginning of the book yeah she does when he's in fifth grade oh shit my bad she like says like i put your name and put the date on here so that you know that like when i send this to you like you're gonna know that i knew this the whole time so she played the long game um on this freaking oh kid. my god i she know just... that's unhinged <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going to be alone on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, so who wins now, you fucker? 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, so I think that pretty much oh encapsulates the whole story. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, like, at one point, yeah, like, Nick does get the whole freaking school to... Not, and like, I don't think it really is targeted. He's not targeting Miss Granger. He's targeting, yeah. like, all of authority figures. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's as malicious as that. But he does, no. he's like, he makes everyone sign an oath. And then anytime there's, like, a spelling test that Miss mm-hmm. Granger gives, at the top of her test, there's always, people, are, like, it was, like, there's 35 words. But everyone always gets only 34 out of 35 because the first word that is asked is pen. <laughs> and, everyone fr- and everyone spells it F R. I N D L E. Would you do it? Um. I it it. I would really go with the crowd on this one. To be honest, I would be like, I will. I won't. Um. To be honest, I actually it probably would matter to me that I would get thirty four out of thirty five. Yeah. No. I was gonna say like <laughs> I would go along with it for to a certain extent. Yeah. And then I would just be like, listen, dudes, like this is pissing off the teacher. Yeah. I'm not trying to like. I don't know. I would. I think I'd be too good of a like too much of a goody two-shoes i'd be like i don't want attention i don't want to stay after just for your little game um because you know what he reminds me of he reminds me of that guy in a separate piece who um yeah like not that guy no who not the one who jousts his friends the ones who got jounced um the one because he was who was jounced yeah he was super athletic super charismatic but he also was super fucking annoying because he like i would start with me is the scene where he's like holding up the entire school on the staircases and he's trying to get them to sing along with the song i'd be like fuck you dude i don't want to be here for your little games (laughs) you know i would just be i'm not a pawn yeah i'll do it if i think it's funny but the moment i don't think it's funny i'm out because i can't be controlled also at the beginning of the book We've transferred into turning the pages. We're okay. just walking through. We, you got the gist of the summary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So I think in the beginning of the chapter, they introduce Nick, and they say, it like, something along the lines of, in school, there are people who are really bad, really good, and really smart. Nick didn't fit into any of those. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I guess it was because, yeah, he was, like, I guess he was just, well, it sounds like he was, like, the kind of class clown clever boy about mm-hmm. it, you know? Like, he didn't sound like he was a dumb dumb sack of bricks. No. I think that he, he was a good character in the sense that his, like, his parents and his brother even had, like, personalities and stuff. Um, but he himself did not have... He was, like, very no. humanized, but not a lot of depth. I don't know. There, there were just... I want, like, there wasn't a lot going on, you know, like, inside. Um, I don't think so either. Would you... Did you ever, like, make everybody go along with something? And or did you ever make up a word for another word? <laughs> Uh, overall, I would say no. I wasn't much mm-hmm. of a leader in tomfoolery in class. Yeah. Like, I like to laugh and everything, but I, and I was, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. I was a leader. Since I came out of, since birth, I've been a leader. Oh, no. But I don't oh, think I, don't. I was, like, leading the charge on, like, pranks pranks or something like that. I think I was just sitting there and trying to be a kiss-ass. I was, like, the kid. Yeah. Was, like, you know, p- teacher's pet. Um, and as far as words go... The answer is no. Okay. I don't think I ever tried to make up a word, but it reminds me of that one episode of Zoe 101 yeah. where one of the guys makes up the word flump. And he, <laughs> and he's like, flump is like an adjective for cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he tries to get everyone to say it, but no one does. And then finally someone does and takes credit for it. And he's like, no, 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 no. I said flump first. But what about you? I, it's the same answer. Like, I was not an instigator in tomfoolery because I was too afraid of getting in trouble and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it, more like a marching band, I remember. Um, like, again, not really instigating it, but going along with, like, tomfoolery. <laughs> like, one time we, um, 
when like they counted us off, the whole band agreed to just instead of doing anything, like just fall on the ground. <laughs> that sounds um, cool as hell. And we got push-ups for it, probably. Um, oh God. Yeah, we just got push-ups as punishment all the time. And then, um, yeah, I didn't make up words for things other than like you know when you have a crush and you make up a word to represent oh, that crush. Oh sure. You know. Yes. You yes, know. Yes. Yes. Um, so that they wouldn't fucking catch you. Um, yeah, I know we had pine cone, pillow. Ooh. Um, I only remember fancy feet. I don't, that's the only one I remember. We had baldy. We had, <laughs> which probably wasn't very nice, but we liked it. Um, sky's the limit. We had a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. Um, I also have another question. Um, did you look forward to the first day of school? I think overall, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, guess what, y'all? My first day of school uh, for my last semester of grad school is coming up in two days. Ooh. Um, I'm like, I don't know if it's looking forward to, but, and this is how I describe a lot of things. It's like, I know it's coming, so I just want it to happen. Mm, So in that sense, I'm looking forward to it. And it's not necessarily dread, like I'm not dreading Mm -hmm. this upcoming semester, but I am anticipating it. And I am like, I know it's going to happen. And of course I want to enjoy these last two days of break, but I'm also like, I just need, I need to like have it happen now so I can... So it can be over. Yeah. What about you? I would say, I'd say in K-12, yes, I look forward to it because I was like, yeah, I like school and like, it's a fun, I was, I was like, this is a fun change. Like, this is cool. Everything's going to be different. And it's like, in mm-hmm. the summers, I would get really depressed because there's no structure. So I was like, thank God, yeah. there's going to be something happening. It's always, always, also, my birthday's in August. And so it's always right after my birthday and I get depressed around my birthday because I'm one year closer to the death. So as a kid, yeah, I like ah! Listen. <laughs> It was, it wow. was a whole, summer was a whole time when I was a kid, but, um, in like college, I don't think it was really notable. I was just like, huzzah. Yeah. Okay. But now I want to think if, if you had to make up a word, what would it be? Ooh. And I guess there are some that I haven't, I feel like they're high. I've used like portmanteaus that I've tried mm-hmm. to like integrate. Um, but one of them, like, I didn't make this up, but I definitely use it regularly is like shispering, which is like shout whispering. Oh, Okay. But I what? can't claim I didn't make that up. Okay. Well, what Nick was doing purposefully was he was taking a something that had like a a, a sound that had no meaning and assigning it to the word pen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And that was like Miss Granger's quibble was that like well it didn't come from anything so why would you do that? Um. Because like I think she was real big in how language is traceable and everything, which is she was yeah, which is beautiful on its own. But like he was like no 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 no. No, I don't want to. Well, and also, like, she was preaching to the wrong crowd. Like, these are a bunch of kids who just want to ruin your life and, like, have yeah. a laugh. And she was like, actually, there's a lot of beauty to language and, like, where this word stems from. Yes, yeah, so and what languages it comes from and all of the, like, all yeah. the beauty and all like, the languages. And they're like, fuck it, I'm going to call it a fart. And you're like, all right. <laughs> um, that being said, I feel like I would take, um, I don't, like, I don't have anything I actively want to, like, replace the word for. Um, mm mm-hmm. Maybe one of the like the nasty words in the world, um, like, like supple. clitoris. <laughs> you don't like the word clitoris? No, I just don't. I don't think it represents uh, like accurately what, what it, it is. is yeah. You know, I think instead <laughs> it would be like, um, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, say it. What what should we replace? Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna. Like a, I'm like crying out of embarrassment. Like a zig. Zing zingy. <laughs> a zinga. Like a, a little zinga. Yeah, a little zinga. <laughs> Where's my zinga? Where's my zinga? <laughs> well, do you even know how to find a zinga? Oh my God. <laughs>
Yeah, but then we can't do like God. I have regrets. Um, but then, but then we can't do uh, what's it called? Like play on words, like literally the best. We can't zinga e the best. <laughs> Listen, I did. <laughs> you didn't put the, you, all these qualifications. Way too many problems. Once again, a lot of things would have to change. And <laughs> 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 basically, um, but like you know, Nick didn't think all that through. You know. Yeah. It's also, mightier okay, than the what there's even a chapter like mightier than the sword. The pen is mightier than the sword. The frindle is mightier than the sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yes. Well, okay. My other anyway, question is yes. like You were an educator for a while. If this went down in a classroom, what would be your response? Um, and and I'm just gonna say you can tell that these like you know, it started off with um Nick and the buddies, like, mm-hmm. all doing it out of spite. Like, these kids were just like, you know what? She says it can't be done, but it will be done. Mm-hmm. And But then, you know, it eventually evolves into something yeah. pure and, and good and true. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, in this, it happens in, like, if this happened to you, and it did happen in your classroom, and it also stems from, it originally started just because they are trying to mess with you. Like, they're just trying to get a, yeah. you know, a rouse out of you. I'd be like, fine, fuck it, we're calling it Frindle. <laughs> I don't care. I'd be like, yeah, same. I don't care. I'd be like, take your pens or your frindles or whatever you choose to call it. And we're starting class now. Um, actually, I would be like, no, no, we're, we're doing pencils. Okay, kids? <laughs> like, I don't want, I don't want no cross outs. I'm, we're doing pencils in here. Mm-mm-mm. Okay? Yeah, you're like, you gotta get ready to use, for the standardized test. We use a number two pencil. Okay? So, no frindles here. Boom. I don't know. I guess you I just, it. yeah, I just, I wouldn't care. If they were like trying to get a reaction out of me, I'd be like, good for you. <laughs> Yeah, I have never been an educator, never had to teach a class, but I did um, babysit my nephews mm-hmm. this during this, these last few weeks when I was at home for break. Um, and based off of my experience with that, I think I would fold pretty easily and just start calling it a friendle. Yeah. Because I would be like, I don't care about these kids yeah. and whether or not they learn this. Like, I'm trying to get the easiest way out, and the mm-hmm. easiest way out is for me to be like, oh, you guys are right. We do need to get our friendles out. Yeah. And I would gentle parent the shit out of these kids. Okay. And then, <laughs> and then probably talk about it, uh, like, talk about it with my therapist, like, hardcore, and oh, probably wow. cry. I'd be so pissed. Oh, really? Actually, I'm very fragile. It would not work oh, with me. Oh, my god. I mean, like, I would, in the moment, in the classroom, I would submit. Yeah. But it would take so much out of me not to just turn to these kids and say, you fuckers. <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh, my God. I hope you fucking die. Like, so I you can't would, say you that. would have a very adverse reaction. I think I would, like, knowing what I know now, I don't know. I would I, fold. Yeah, I would, I would just be like, I don't care what you call it. Call it a frindle. Call it a pen. Like, I would, I would Do your be, fucking work. Like, and, like, genuinely, not from, like, a, oh, like, not thinking from a place that, like, oh, if I re- don't react, they'll not like it. I would just not care. I would just be like. Yeah. Whatever. Let's move on. Um, You're like, I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about me. Yeah. And we need to move on to this lesson. It does call to mind um, Abbott Elementary. Have you watched any of that? Yeah, I've seen the first couple episodes of season one. Oh, okay. I don't remember which season this is, but there's an episode called Desking, where, like, the all the kids in the school are trying this stunt called, like, Desking, where they, like, when the teacher's backs are turned, they, like, run across desks. Um, or when, like, the school's <laughs> closed, they, like, run across the desks. So, and they try a lot of things to, like, try to get them to stop, but what gets them to stop is they um they themselves film like a tiktok of them like desking and then the kids like hate it because they're like oh the teachers are doing it now <laughs> yeah. so then that's, that makes them stop 
That's so the trick. Um, so, so maybe if I did it, they'd stop. Yeah, I think you uh, would then <laughs> be true. like, oh, Mrs. Jenkins, can do you have enough frindles for your class? I hope that's what would happen. So then I would I could stop playing their fucking games. Yeah. But I don't know. I just have a really big thing about my pride is and ego is very sensitive if I feel like I'm being made an example out of. Yeah. So I was like at the time when I was an educator, I will say probably like I was I was a lot more fragile. This is coming as me, the newer, better, older, wiser. (laughs) That's pretty much all my thoughts. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Great. Same. All right. All right. Now what? Uh, Now we go into unintended takeaways and judgments. If I were like teaching this, if I were if this were being discussed in school, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I just don't feel like there's a lot to talk about. I feel like this one, I was like, I don't know what you would teach if you're teaching this in a school. Yeah. I think this is, like, the fun... I think this is the one where you do it during reading time. Yeah. Like, I don't think... Other than... Like, I think it's celebrating kids, like... What's the word? Like, cleverness. Mm-hmm. Although I despise it, I do think that it is like for kids, they'd be like, this is such a fun thing that they did. And look at the impact that it had. And Mm -hmm. ooh, whimsy. And like, it shows a lot of whimsy in being a kid. Yeah. I guess. uh, I think it shows a lot of like cause and effect. Like Nick didn't really plan for like all of this to happen because he didn't expect the principal to get involved. He didn't expect to go on Letterman. um, Yeah. And all that. And he didn't not probably expect to later on in college get like inherit a bunch of money and um, have this word be added to the dictionary, which okay, honestly, twenty years is a long time for that word to be in use, and then to later to yeah. then be added to the dictionary. <laughs> I I just think that's because the, the, I we know this for a fact. The dictionary gets updated every year. I'm like, why did it take twenty years for it to be yeah. become a thing? I feel like not it, because they just needed Nick Nick to come into his trust fund. Yeah, obviously. Like, what if Miss Granger had not played the role that she did? If she hadn't pushed back? If she mm. had instead been like whatever? Like, would this have really been popped off? Was it popped off as much? I think not. Yeah, no, I think not. And I think she acknowledges that. Yeah. That's what, like, that's her whole thing. She's like, listen, I played my part of being the villain yeah. and that helped it gain traction. Yes. So, again, I guess good for her, but I'm like, I would not play the villain for these fuckers. No, I would not care enough. Even if, even if it was like, I know it's like some mind heist where it's like, oh, I'm playing the villain, but the kids think that I am unaware, but I'm totally aware. Yes. And it's going to really come and bite them in the butt 20 years later. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm not going to that game. They talk a yeah. lot about her eyes, about how the fire or the light in her eyes, like you can tell when it's there. <laughs> like they bring that up like 20 million times. That like, oh, like her eyes are like full of light. Or, oh, her eyes are not quite full of light. It's like, <laughs> her eyes are halfway full of I'm light. I'm like, oh, so her eyes are glowing all the time. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm just like, kids, if you can sense and see the light in your uh, teacher's <laughs> eyes draining, get her some help she is struggling okay the light in your eyes going out that means you're dead oh my god that means your will to live has been sucked from your body yeah this is concerning um i don't know but here's what i'll say i i don't know about intended takeaways yeah but here's my judgment and it's not it's an observation that i recognize is rooted in bias so yeah like this story like the plot itself yeah, this story, it is plot-driven mm. and not character-driven. Yes. Like, Nick doesn't really... Like, there's no fatal flaw of Nick mm-hmm. that, like, appears and then he goes through change and then, like, in the end he's different and he wouldn't... And he's able to accomplish something because mm-hmm. he learned a lesson. Like, it's not about that. This is just about the word frindle. Mm-hmm. And that is what's driving this story. 
And then, like, in addition, like, and the stuff, and everything else is, like, secondary. And so I think that's why I'm just, like, I don't know why you would teach this in a, I don't know. No, I think it's just for fun. I think it's just a fun reading. I don't think there's, also, like, I don't think in fifth grade you're having, like, discussions about the books you're reading. I think you're, like, writing a report of, like, who's the character? Who's the villain? What happens? You're, like, trying to, like, teach them, like, how to remember what Oh, yeah. The like yeah, you're picking apart. Like the like, the finding. that was that chart about the plot, the like exposition mm-hmm. stuff. Free tags pyramid. Yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I I know that. Damn. I know that because that's God the storytelling thing. Yeah. Damn. Um. Yeah. Oh, you mean free tags? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. So like yeah, like this is not like our other books. Where we're having a real like Socratic seminar about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Socratic seminar. Oh God. God damn. Um. Okay. Well, in that case, let's move on to ratings. Yeah. Out of ten, what do you give this? It's a, it's a, it's an eight. Like it's fine, it's good, fine, cute, heartfelt. Nice. Um. Yeah, I like I said, I feel like stuff was in there that didn't need to be. Um. Nick himself wasn't super interesting. Yeah, but it was decent. Yeah, you? Yeah, I give it a six, mm. but not because I really hate it. Like for me, I'm giving it a six because a five is, like average yeah and anything above a five is better than average yeah um and i think just for this one it was just like it was light reading Mm -hmm. has very little effect i'm not like kicking myself i'm like why did i even have to read this but i'll probably never return to this no i'm not like maybe about to go read all the clemens books (laughs) yeah unfortunately not really unlike animorphs where i'm about to devour all 55 of them or whatever there are yeah but, I think I read this yeah. in like an hour. I don't. I don't freaking know. I wasn't timing it, but yeah. No, I was surprised when I was looking at the uh, audiobook. It was like two hours, and I was like, two hours? What? What is that a read?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "All right, all right." Okay, so let's move into our book talk. Yeah, our book talk, our book recommendations, sure. our currently readings, and what we were reading last time. Yeah. We'll start off. What do you recommend? I would recommend Princess Academy by Shannon Hale. Um, one, because it's about um, a character who has a lot more going on for her, I will say. But also, like, it's about a girl who's, like, really been underestimated her whole life. And, like, then through reading and stuff, she's able to, like, help her um, peers and help her village really, like... Um, it's kind of the American dream, you know, lift themselves up by the bootstraps. But, like, it's Aww. illustrating how... It's a similar about language and stuff. It's illustrating how reading, like is a big advantage in the world and how like having access to that and access to like resources like that um just makes them more able to like compete and then like it helps other people respect them more and stuff and also there's like quasi magic stuff going on it's just this is a fun time and like a romance i guess for like children and stuff but whatever you know romance i guess for children what does that mean it's like not even like that's not the forefront of it because like so the premise is that all these girls like I think there's a prince and I think that there's some prophecy or something that said his like future wife is going to come from this mountain village where they all live. So then, but they're like, but these mountain Mm. girls are uneducated. So we're going to take all of them that are of the right age and educate them to become princesses. So they like learn how to read and learn about poison etiquette and like diplomacy and shit like that. Um, And like, they're also able to communicate through the rocks that are in their mountains. (laughs) So like there's that's going on Um, while this character is like, kind of coming into her own age but like she's not the one who ends up with a prince that's kind of like the quasi romance like someone else does nice yep what about you what do you recommend i would recommend zoo school by laurie miller hornick which this one 
I think I, I was definitely reading this in grade school, so probably around fifth grade, too. Mm-hmm. It might be a little longer, or it might be the same. Really can't remember. Mm. But I do remember checking this out from my library, physically reading the book multiple times. Um, mm. It is about a bunch of kids who go to an alternative school that where you take care of animals and learn from the animals. Ooh. Um, and it's kind of like an extended episode of, you know, Magic School Bus. So, like, yeah. you have the one kid who's, like... Super, like, this isn't how things are done. Actually, blah, blah. And then she learns, and then they're like, oh, well, actually, there's a lot of things you can learn outside of a classroom, and that's really sweet. And then you got that nerdy guy who's like, I love animals. Blah, blah, blah. And then you have, like, <laughs> so, um, and I would say it's pretty character-driven, so that's probably why I like it a yeah. little more. But it does, it shows, and I guess, like, I d- it, the only similarity between this and Frindle is, like, it's both sc- about schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, like school yeah. kids but sure. you know in in Frindle it's like here's your run of the mill school and these kids take a stand and like make change yeah in this one it's like this school is being the change and this and the students have to adapt mm-hmm. so maybe it's not the same but I'm just saying I would recommend it so read that instead yep for sure yeah I think Princess Academy I read it when I was in high school but I know it was like a middle grade book cool well what what have you read since last time uh I did complete my 2022 <laughs> Reading 100 things that wow. year, I finished, I don't know. 100 that words? Was, oh, 100, I read 100 words. No, <laughs> I read 100, well, quote unquote, read 100 books. Um, and I finished that on December 20th, no, December 30th. Um, and it was Here For It, which is by R. Eric Thomas. And it's a memoir, mm-hmm. and it's about being gay in America and being black and his experience. And then I also listened to, since then, in the year of 2023, I don't have a goal. And so far, I've listened to one book, and it was Never Let Me Go by Kazwa Ishiguro. I oh, know I didn't pronounce that okay, right, but yeah. whatever. Gotcha. And that was made into a movie, which I haven't seen. Mm. Get to know. But what about you? Uh, I've read, since since last time, I have not read any other books. I've been reading uh, fan fiction. So don't worry, I have been reading. Um, But currently... Thank goodness. um, Yes, thank God. I'm still literate. Um, I'm (laughs) currently reading Night of the Living Res by Morgan Talty for book club. Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm in the, I'm in a reading slump that I feel like can only be broken by like buying a new book. Like, you know, one that Mm -hmm. you're really excited about that you read a review about. And you're like, oh, I have to read this now. Um, and I should not because I should, I do not have to, um, room in the budget. So I got to hold off on that a little bit more. So right now having fun isn't hard when you've got a library card. <laughs> that's, oh. that's the life I'm living. <laughs> that's so quaint. You know, that's what that's from. No. Oh, okay. It's from Arthur. Oh, oh. I do like Arthur. Yeah. I want to watch Arthur now. Yeah, right? Maybe we should do that for the podcast one day. We should. What if we... We should. That would be so fun. Yes. We just watch an episode every um, every episode, and then we just talk about it. Yes. Oh, and I will say, I'm currently listening to the book, This Is How It Always Is by Laurie Frankel, and it's about a family, and one of... It's a family, and they've got... I think they have five kids and then their youngest kid uh, is trans and like, and it's fiction and it's like how they mm-hmm. deal with that and everything. It's wow. kind of sweet, kind of sad. Yeah. Uh, my mom recommended it to me and so far 
I'm entertained. Oh, okay. So that's what we'll say. Well. So that brings us to the end of the episode. I think all that's left is our mm-hmm. usual housekeeping, but. Yes. Housekeeping really hasn't changed. No, not really. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. If you liked what you heard or didn't like what you heard or for whatever reason would like to connect with us, we have an email and a Twitter. Our email is, go ahead, Reading, Laura, that will never change. Reading, at gmail.com. Spelled R-E-A-D-I-N-G-N-O-T-R-E-A-D-I-N-G at gmail.com. Twitter yeah. is at Red Nut Read Pod, at sign R-E-A-D-N-O-T-R-E-A-D-P-O-D. P-O-D, yep. yeah. Couldn't get that. Couldn't get the same one. It was, it was too long. Too long. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, uh, we're not bitter. Um, nope. We also have our bookshop, which is a thing. Yeah. So bookshop.org <laughs> is a website where you can buy books um, at subsidized prices, much like some other website that is a prime example of capitalism. Um, but those oh. purchases help indie bookstores. And if you use our affiliate link, you also give commission to us, the podcast that you're listening to right now. Us. Me, my voice, mm-hmm. and the other person's voice. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Ho ho. Um, wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> you said wee wee. Ha ha. Anyway, so you can um, help us keep the lights on so we can keep saying shit like that. Yeah. In addition to that, we also have bonus episodes. This I can speak to. It's another part of our change into season four. Um, for our bonus episodes, we will be... Mm. Uh, watching adaptations of the books that we've read. A.K.A. So, movies. Example, uh, well, not always. Sometimes they're TV shows. Maybe we'd be watching a whole TV all show. All right, all right. We haven't discussed it yet. Okay. We're getting, we'll figure it out. But yeah, it's probably movies. Not in front of the listeners. Um, I don't like it when we fight in front of the <laughs> <Yeah>. listeners. Um, <laughs> for example, uh, I can tell you right now, coming to you in February, we will be... Uh, I guess reviewing Perks of Being a Wallflower mm. the movie. We've already watched it. It's already happening. Yeah, we already have With watched Logan it. With Logan Lerman, um, Emma Watson, Paul Rudd, Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Mm. Um, <laughs> all those people. Um, and so those will be re- released bi-monthly or whatever, every other month. Yeah. Maybe that's not bi-monthly. Every other I don't month. remember. Um, so definitely take a look at those. You can find our other bonus episodes, our previous episodes, everything on our website, yeah. which is, will be linked in the episode notes. And boom, that brings us to the end of our first episode of season four oh! of 2023. The end of the beginning of season four. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. I had to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so join us next month when we read Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know, I have seen a lot of Pride and Prejudice oh, movies same. and adaptations. Never read the book. Okay, okay. So this will be fun. All right. I hope there's sexy people in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>